You're listening to episode 29 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Hello friends, did you miss me last week? I was supposed to be back in my studio in front of my microphone by last Thursday morning to talk to you. However, I had been at a two-day workshop in California and my flight home was to be on Wednesday. If you didn't hear it in the news, I can tell you that on Wednesday, Southwest Airlines had all their servers crash worldwide. At the airport counters, they were basically looking at blank computer screens. The same was true in their offices, at their reservation desk, even their website was down. They couldn't print boarding passes. They couldn't look at their on-call list to replace pilots who were delayed at other locations or reschedule a flight. They couldn't even see if connecting flights were going to be on time. It was crazy. It was crazy. We hit Sacramento Airport that morning and walked into the terminal to check our bags. And there was not just their little weedy line that waits to check bags, but a huge line wrapping twice around the terminal. Because, as we found out, they could not check bags unless you already had a boarding pass. Because for those that needed a boarding pass, they couldn't print a boarding pass for them. So... When I realized my flight out of Sacramento was delayed far beyond any possibility of making my connecting flight in Chicago, because our pilot and our crew, it turned out, were stranded at another airport for hours, I was sitting in the terminal feeling extremely anxious. I was feeling a little scared, to be honest, because your mind goes right to terrorism. And were their computers hacked and crashed to create these backlogs in all their terminals? So it was a little frightening, too. I finally, though, decided that I would see if I could get my luggage back off the flight so I could try another day that I just was, I just could not choose to sleep in Chicago airport all night. I had no idea what on earth I was going to do, but I knew for sure that I did not want to end up being stranded in Chicago. So I made the decision and I took a form of action, getting my luggage back. It wasn't easy, but they, they did it for me. And it immediately began to feel better having made that decision and taken control over what was going to happen. My daughter lived two hours away from where I had been doing the workshop and where I was flying out of. She texted me saying, rent a car and drive here. We'll figure out something. And then I realized getting an Uber driver was going to be far cheaper than renting a car. So I got an Uber driver and I went down to Oakland where I spent the first night on a cot in my daughter's small living room. All the hotels were booked by stranded Southwest passengers. Not long after I had got my baggage and left, my flight was completely canceled out of Sacramento Airport. I was still feeling plenty stressed. I had not planned on being away longer than a few days in California. 
And after Southwest Systems came back online around midnight that night, I dialed in so they could rebook me. That's what they told me. Once our systems are back online, and you can see our website is up, dial our 800 number and we can rebook the flight for you. But I listened to hold music for hours. I actually laid on that unfriendly cot with my cell phone next to my head on the pillow listening to their hold music. I had no idea when they would be able to get all those thousands of people that were stranded rescheduled onto flights. It's not like they had extra airplanes and staff to pick up all the slack. And I was self-coaching myself like crazy around my panicked thoughts. I was watching their online reservation system as I was listening to the whole music. There were no available flights for the next day. There was a flight left on Friday that had seats left and two flights left open on Saturday. All the other flights were already marked as sold out. And as I continued to listen to hold music, waiting for Southwest to pick up, the flights on Thursday were all sold out. The one that was, or the two that were on Friday, completely sold out. Saturday, suddenly there was only one flight left on Saturday, and it looked like there was only one seat left on the flight. And I realized that unless I wanted to be stranded for another week, I needed to just buy the ticket and settle out with Southwest later. And fortunately, I was able to get that last seat on the last flight out for Saturday. But still, my life felt like it was a place of complete uncertainty because I knew Southwest was still trying to get back on schedule. Flights continued to get canceled or be terribly delayed as their flight crews were getting shifted around the country. I had not arranged for my mail to be held that long. I had not arranged for anyone to water the planters in my yard, and there was a severe heat wave apparently across the Northeast. I couldn't blog. I couldn't record my podcast, but I realized all those things were beyond my control, and focusing my thoughts on them was making me feel terrible. So instead, I as I tried to make friends with that cot underneath me that night, I thought about what I could do. And I figured there was a good chance that I could get an opening in a hotel the next day. And I did. I was able to get a hotel for the last two nights that I was out in California. The hotel had a guest laundry so that I could have clean undies and jammies again. Thursday was my son-in-law's birthday, so I got to be there for that. And even though my daughter could not just take off work entirely, we were going to get some time together that we would not have otherwise had. It turned out she took me to work with her Thursday afternoon, and it was a pleasure to see her headquarters and meet the folks she worked with. Afterwards, we went to dinner for some great Mexican food, which I totally miss being a California girl in New York. And the next day, she... Worked from home that morning and had a lunch meeting in Walnut Creek. So she dropped me in the shopping district there. And I had a delightful couple of hours 
doing downtown Walnut Creek. It's old stomping grounds for me and it had been it had been a long time since I had been there. I was able to pick up a loaf of San Francisco sourdough bread to put in my suitcase. I enjoyed a lunch in the shade. I shopped. When her business lunch was over, she picked me up and off we went. I taught her about Pokemon Go. <laughs> we had a hilarious time over dinner out playing Pokemon together. Focusing on the delightful time we had together managed my thoughts and I did not stay in that downward panic spiral for days on end. I was not letting life happen to me. I was making my life happen for me. But that butterfly of uncertainty rose again when I got to the airport on Saturday. I mean, would I even be able to make it home Saturday? There was so much uncertainty around that. When I was finally flying home, my flight to Chicago kept being delayed farther and farther. And finally, right about the time we were boarding the flight, they told me they could not guarantee that I would be able to make my connection in Chicago. But it was too late to get my luggage back. So I made the decision to go where my clothes were going. <laughs> think that was a good decision. Furthermore, they had told us all flights might get grounded in Chicago because of severe thunderstorms coming through all night there. More uncertainty. On my flight to Chicago, I fantasized about what would be the best case scenario if I did not make my connecting flight or if it became canceled. And my imagination just ran away with me. It ran away to my being escorted to an Amtrak train and put on a car with a sleeping berth and a nice conductor guy setting me up all cozy in there and having some dinner brought in for me. I wanted comfort desperately. The vision was warm and with so much comfort. So I decided to add intention and put that feeling out there. That's what I wanted. Actually, what I wanted was I wanted to catch my flight in Chicago. I wanted it to go smoothly and not be affected by weather. Most of all, I wanted to feel taken care of. I wanted some certainty in my life. When I landed in Chicago, I ran full tilt from the B terminal to the A terminal, and I just made that connecting flight. And as we were all settling into our seats, the pilot came out to speak to us before takeoff. She was maybe in her 60s, very tall, slender, soft. And in this beautiful, comforting, soft voice, she said, If we have anyone on board this evening from the issues we had on Wednesday, we so apologize for the inconvenience. Be assured it is our job now to make this leg of your travel as smooth as possible for you. We'll be taking off shortly, and I will get you there. Oh my gosh, I almost cried sitting in my seat. I almost cried. It was all the reassurance and comfort of that train conductor tucking me in. It was exactly the comfort and reassurance I had been trying to create by my wild imagination. It was just what I needed to hear to give me a feeling of certainty. And she did indeed get us there smoothly and on time. 
But the lessons in all of that was not lost on me. I immediately realized how important certainty is in our life. And for those of us who have become widowed, so much of that certainty in our lives has been instantly lost. Our spouses create a lot of certainty for us. I would not have been nearly as shaken by being stranded and unable to fly home if Jim had still been here to talk to. If he was alive, maybe back here looking after the house while I was away, or if he was with me, it would have been two of us making those decisions and reassuring each other. I was relaying my Southwest story to someone after I got back, and she immediately said, oh, and you were all alone. And it hadn't occurred to me until then how different it would have been dealing with that situation if Jim were still alive. But there it was. Not only was my personal certainty shaken when Jim passed away, so was my financial certainty. I set out to go through all our affairs and budgets to feel more secure about how things were being taken care of or to see what they were so I could create a way to deal with that. And this created more certainty in my life around those things. But more than financial certainty, We need a sense of certainty in our day and meaning in our life. You don't want to be a manager of your life trying to manage the uncertainty. You want to be a creator in your life and create a life of certainty. First, you have to tell yourself the truth of your life. Feel that uncertainty and then begin to take action anyway for the things you need, the things you want in your life. What are the dreams that you've neglected? Do you have dreams that you've just neglected over the years? It's not too late. Go for them. Get your vision for your life. Maybe you need to feel that you make a difference in the world. Maybe you just need to be around people more instead of being a hermit widow. So many of us become hermit widows. Start connecting with other people. Find a way to give love and attention to others. Make a solid friend. Volunteer somewhere or sign up for a meetup in your community just so you get out. Get out once a week and connect with others. Create a daily schedule for yourself and commit to it until it becomes habit and something you can count on. This creates certainty in your life. We have to become that kindly, gentle train conductor for ourselves. Make sure you treat yourself well and with comfort. You know, I've always loved getting into bed in crisp, clean sheets and in clean jammies after soaking in a nice long bath. My daughter calls it the bedtime trifecta (laughs) because the the sheets are clean and new. Your jammies are clean and you are clean and it feels so good. It isn't every night that that all comes together, but I make sure it does once a week. I feel so comforted by that. And you can bet 
when I got back home after being stranded in California, not the first night because I was exhausted, but by the second night I got out the clean sheets and a clean pair of jammies and I had a nice long bubble bath soak before bed and I felt so comforted tucking myself in. We need to speak to ourselves in the comforting, soft, beautiful voice of the airline pilot reassuring ourselves that everything is going to go smoothly and we'll get there okay. Know that you can take care of you. Establish some ritual and routines in your life that you can count on. Every morning, take a moment just to be grateful for a few things. Think about what you most want to get done that day and see it finished and and well done in your mind's eye before you are even out of bed. If there's something that you've been trying to make a decision about, decide now. Nothing is more uncertain than not knowing what you're going to do and vacillating back and forth about it. Get decisive. Just go with your gut and make a decision. Once the decision is made, stick to it. You'll be so relieved and you'll release so much focus, you can now apply to actually getting things done for yourself. It's just the act of making the decision. Indecision will leave you spiraling and locked up for days and weeks on end. Once you just cut through it, make the decision, you feel so much better. The decision is made. Even if it's the wrong decision, at least you're going to find out pretty shortly once you've decided that, wait, maybe that wasn't the right decision. And then you can reevaluate and decide what's next. One of my mentors as a life coach has a thing that she often does. I see her when someone is waffling on a subject and says, this is what they would like to do, but then this, this, and this, and this is what they want to do. And she will eventually look them right in the eye and say, do that. Really, yeah, that, do that. Done. Decision made. You see a light come into their eyes. It's no longer a problem for them. Do that. Once you've made a decision, any decision, and commit to it, you've just created some certainty in your life. Find a dream, a goal, and then get excited about making it happen this year for yourself. Make a plan, create more and more certainty in your life so that you can move forward with confidence and not fall into the trap of that downward mental plunge. What is one small thing you can decide about right now? Is there something that you've been kind of waffling about? Do that. Do that. Decide. Decide what you're going to do. Get some certainty. Just decide, act on it, and thrive. That's how you thrive in your life. I was actually supposed to draw the final name last week for the free $100 Amazon gift card out of all of those who signed up and did mini sessions with me. 
But as you know by this podcast, I was stuck in California on the 21st of July. So I was unable to do the drawing live on my podcast, but I'm ready to this week. So I've got all the names on little papers and I'm going to pull them out of my basket here with my eyes closed. Beth, Beth, pin, pine, pin. Oh, Beth, I'm probably saying it wrong, but congratulations, Beth. You've got a $100 Amazon gift card coming. And I hope that many session we did together really has paid off for you and that you're able to apply that in your life. It was terrific talking to you. So you can still sign up for a free mini session with me. You can go to talktojoanne.com. And it will take you right into my calendar to schedule a free 30-minute mini session so you can find out what it's like to be coached by me and see if life coaching is a good fit for you as a widow. Just six weeks worth to, or 12 weeks worth to get you back on track and get your life moving forward or help you understand what it is you're going through as a widow. I think that's the best way. But I also have another program I want to talk to you about. My challenge has been to be able to help as many out there as I humanly can. It's my passion to teach this. For individual one-on-one coaching packages, there is nothing like having me work directly with you over a period of weeks. But I can only schedule so many clients in a week. There's only so much of me to go around. I coach weight loss as well as coaching widows. So if you're a widow who also struggles with weight issues, I've just created an online program. It has video lessons, downloadable worksheets. There's a forum. There is a secret private Facebook support group. And I'm doing twice monthly coaching calls with everybody in the program so I can teach the basic skills that other diet programs overlook completely. It's called the Weight Loss Mastermind. You will lose weight. So if you've put on some pounds as a widow, which I did, I've talked about it, I gained 20 pounds back right away after Jim died, you will be able to lose the weight. It's a slower process because you are changing. You, not just what you're eating for now. As each pound drops off, you're going to know it's gone forever. You'll know it because you didn't have to fight and battle to drop the pound. It felt natural. It felt easy. And you know it's never coming back. I've opened the doors to the Weight Loss Mastermind at a reduced price for my listeners and followers for a limited time. Then the initial registration price is going to go back up to full price. Right now, it's at $50 off. And then there's a monthly membership fee. If you want to continue on with it, I add videos and worksheets. And of course, there's the ongoing conference calls with everybody. So there's a monthly membership fee after the first 30 days that is cheaper than the diet programs out there. It's a cheaper monthly fee than Weight Watchers. There'll be no measuring no counting, no worrying. I mean, do you think every person out there in the world who doesn't struggle with their weight is measuring their portions and counting calories and calculating points? No, of course they're not. It's not a healthy, natural way to fuel your body. And the Weight Loss Mastermind, you're going to learn how to leave diet brain behind. So, 
Go register if you want to register for this. It's at joannephilomena.com. That's J-O-A-N-N, Philomena, F like Frank, I-L-O-M-E-N-A dot com. That will take you to the registration page for the online course. Don't wait. Get in there while you can save $50 on the registration. In the meantime, make a decision and get some more certainty in your life. Remember, you do not want to be the manager of the circumstances of your life. You don't want to be trying to manage the circumstances. You want to be the creator of your life. You want to be thriving and headed in the direction of your choosing. You can do that. Do that. Go find some joy in your life. Until next time. <laughs>